Hey fam, your sister's back with a double portion today, okay? Well, it's still like today to me because last night, that word was from last night. But I'm back because the Lord, he woke me up this morning, glory be to God. And he told me to speak overwhelming victory to his children. He told me to to, to speak overwhelming victory. Hallelujah. So that's what I'm going to come and do. Do you hear me? So I'm going to read you what I wrote down. And then I'm going to get into some scriptures and we're going to just follow the leading of the Lord and see where we end up. It says the cross was pivotal. The enemy was dismantled at the cross. Your suffering has been pivotal in your life. I am here to tell you overwhelming victory is here. You will see your enemies go down in defeat in the name of Jesus. Who in the name of Jesus? So, family, first, I want to take you to Judges chapter 6, okay? And let's start reading it. Gideon becomes Israel's judge. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. So, the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. The Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. Mm, Hear that. They made a hiding place in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. Hallelujah. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, martyrs from the Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east would attack Israel, camping in the land and destroying crops as far as way as Gaza. They left the Israelites with nothing to eat, taking all the sheep, goats, and cattle, and donkeys. These enemy hordes coming with their livestock and tents were as thick as locusts. They arrived on droves of camels too numerous to count, and they stayed until the land was stripped bare. So Israel was reduced to starvation by the Midianites. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. Hallelujah. And in your life, the enemy has been destroying all of your fruits. He has been destroying everything you tried to plant. He's been destroying it. And you have found strongholds. You have tried to hide from him. You try to have different outlets to hide. But now you have been calling out to the Lord to save you. Hallelujah. You've been calling out to the Lord to save you because you don't know which way to turn anymore. Those idols that you once had, they don't fill the void that you fill. It only feels worse. You feel like that the only way that you can get out of this is by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you what the Lord said. Just let's let's go. When they cried out to the Lord because of Midian, the Lord sent a prophet to tell Israel Israelites. He said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you, I am the Lord, your God. You must not worship the gods of the Amorites at whose land you now live, but you have not listened to me. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree of Orpha which belonged to Joash of the clan of Abiezer. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of the winepress to hide the grain from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. 
Sir Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? And see, that's the way you feeling. You feeling very like Gideon right now. Where are all these miracles that, that our ancestors have talked about? That these, that these people have been professing? That the Lord has promised? Where are these miracles at? If God is really with me, why is my situation like this? Why hasn't this not changed yet? Right? Hallelujah. And it says, didn't they say the Lord brought us out of Egypt, but now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. But Lord, Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, and I am the least in my entire family. The Lord said to him, I will be with you, and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. Oh, hallelujah. Listen, family, I have come here to command in the mighty name of Jesus that every door that needs to be open in your life in this season shall be open in the mighty name of Jesus. And every door that is open that needs to be shut in this season, I command it in the name of Jesus to be shut. Hallelujah. Because let me tell you something about my God. My God opens doors that no man can close. And he will close a door that can no man open. Do you hear me? And I can't, I, I decree and I declare that over your life in the name of Jesus, that doors that will be open will be open in the name of Jesus this season. Doors that need to be shut will be shut in the name of Jesus this season by the power of God. Hallelujah. I'm decreeing and declaring that over your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You shall see, you shall see the goodness of God. You shall see your enemies go down in defeat this season. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. That stubborn enemy that has that has been stalking you. That everywhere you go, you can't get peace. You can't get your peace. It's been stealing your peace. It's been it's been tearing up your life. That enemy shall fall in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That enemy shall be dismantled. Because guess what? Guess what? He was dismantled at the cross. Do you hear me? His his reign was over at the cross. Do you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. That enemy, that enemy in your life his reign was over at the cross do you hear me do you hear me he cannot come up against the blood of Jesus who that enemy cannot come up against the blood of Jesus and I need you to know it I need you to know it who I need you to know it Hallelujah. It says, Gideon reply, if you are truly going to help me, show me a sign to prove that it is really the Lord speaking to me. Don't go away until I come back and bring my offering to you. He answered, I will stay here until you return. Gideon hurried home. He cooked a young goat with a basket of flour. He baked some bread without yeast. Then carrying the meat in a basket and the broth in a pot, he brought them out and presented them to the 
an angel who was under the great tree. The angel of God said to him, place the meat and the unleavened bread on this rock and pour the broth over it. And Gideon did as he was told. Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and the bread with the tip of the staff in his hand and fire flamed up from the rock and consumed all he had brought and the angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he cried out, Oh, sovereign Lord, I am doomed. I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. It is all right, the Lord replied. Do not be afraid. You will not die. And Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and named it Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. The altar remains an orphan in the land of the clan of Ebiezer to this day. Who? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This interaction with the Lord, you will know. You will know that he is Yahweh Shalom. Hallelujah. You're going to know it. You're going to know he is Jehovah Shalom. You're going to know that he is your peace after this battle is over. After he tells that and he rebukes that enemy out of your life. You are going to know that he is Jehovah Shalom. Do you hear me? Do you know that you will know he is your king of peace? Ooh, hallelujah. That's what you're going to know. you about to find it out in the mighty name of Jesus. Because you know why? By the power of God. That's how you're going to find it out. That night, the Lord said to Gideon, take the second bull from your father's herd, one that is seven years old. Pull down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherian pole standing beside it. Then build an altar to the Lord, your God, here on his this hilltop sanctuary. Laying the stones carefully, sacrifice the bull as a burnt offering on the altar, using as fuel the wood of the Asheria poles you cut down. Hallelujah. The Lord is speaking. And, and take this back to the Lord. The Lord wants you to build an altar in your life to him. He wants to have an altar in your life where once those idols stood, the Lord wants his altar to be there. The Lord wants you to come to him and ask him and give you provisions to build this altar to him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because there will not be no idols before the Lord your God. He is a jealous God. Do you hear me? He is passionate about you. Do you know that? Do you know that God is passionate about you. He, he don't play when it comes to his people. God don't play. Okay. He will destroy both heaven and hell. He will destroy earth just to get to you. Do you know the God that I serve? Who Jesus? Do you know him? If you don't know him, get to know him. So Gideon took 10 of his servants and did as the Lord had commanded, but he did, did it at night because he was afraid of the other members of his father's household and the people of the town. Early the next morning, as the people of the town began to stir, some were discovered that the altar of Baal had been broken down and that the Asheria pole beside it had been cut down. In their place, a new altar had been built and on it were the remains of the bull that had been sacrificed. The people said to each other, who did this? And after asking around and making a careful search, they learned that it was Gideon, the son of Joash. Bring out your son. The man of the town demanded of Joash. He must die for destroying the altar of Baal and for cutting down the Asheri poles. But Joash shouted to the mob that confronted him. Why are you defending Baal? Why? Will you argue his case? Who 
excuse me, whoever pleads his case will be put to death by mourning. If Baal truly is God, let him defend himself and destroy the one who broke down his altar. From then on, Gideon was called Jerubal Baal, which means let Baal defend himself because he broke down Baal's altar. Hallelujah. Soon afterward, the armies of the of Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east formed an alliance against the is, Israel and crossed the Jordan camping in the valley of Jez, Jezreel. Then the spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon with power. Then the spirit of the Lord clothed Gideon with power. It's with the it's when the Lord Close you in power. Hallelujah. Once you get that, you can't do it by your might or your strength, but by when the Lord close you with this power that you will overcome. Hallelujah. Do you know it's not by your might and it's not by your strength, but it's by the power of God that you shall be delivered. It's by the power of God that you shall be delivered. It's when the Lord changes your robe that you shall be delivered. Who Jesus? Yes, God. Yes, God. He blew a ram's horn as a call to arms, and the men of the clan of Ebiezer came to him. He also sent messengers throughout Manasseh, Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtal, summoning their warriors, and all of their all of them responded. Then Gideon said to God, If you truly if you are truly going to use me to rescue Israel as you promised, prove it to me in this way. I will put a wool fleece on the threshing floor tonight. If the fleece is wet with dew in the morning, but the ground is dry, then I will know that you are going to help me rescue Israel as you promised. And that is just what happened. When Gideon got up the next morning, he squeezed the fleece and wrung out a whole bowl full of water. What I need you to understand, right? That they that that in the midst of the Israelites being attacked by the Midianites, right? In the midst of that, they were like, Where is the miracles that once our ancestors talked about why, why, why has God handed us over to our enemies? And that's the same thing you have been asking. Why has God handed me over to these enemies? Why? What happened to these miracles that I've heard about? I've heard that he freed them from the Egyptians. I've heard that he drowned Pharaoh's men. I've heard those things. But um, uh, where I'm sitting at, I don't see those things. Hallelujah. And once you can, once you admit it to the Lord, Lord, where are you at? Why are these enemies coming up against me? Lord, why, why haven't I seen the miracles that my ancestors have talked about that I have read in your word? Why haven't I seen that? Once you can say that to the Lord, once you can come to the Lord and be real, you shall see the supernatural happen. Hallelujah. Listen, once you can come to the Lord and you can be real with him, you shall see the supernatural happen. Hallelujah. You see, just a couple verses ago, Gideon was like, well, if you, what's good? Like, what's good? If, if why the Lord leave us with, against these, these uh, enemies? Why is these enemies defeating us? Why are we very defeated out in these streets? Where are the miracles at? And now he's seeing miracles. He doesn't see the face of the Lord. Hallelujah. You know the angel of the Lord. Y'all know what I'm saying. But he done seeked it. He done, he, the Lord done gave him an appearance. Remember we were talking about an appearance in the last episode? The Lord done gave Gideon an appearance of him. He done changed his name upon Gideon. Now he's Yahweh Shalom. Now he is Jehovah Shalom. 
I'm just saying, will you, will you admit it to the Lord? Lord, where are you at? Hallelujah. Then Gideon said, hold on, hold on, hold on. When Gideon got up early the next morning, he squeezed the fleece and wrung out a whole bowl full of water. A whole bowl full. Because my God, he, when he show up, he show up big. He show up and he show out very big. He slings his weight when he show up. The Lord just don't be giving you like a like a little pebble. Nah, the Lord won't give you the whole rock. Do you hear what I'm saying? He show up and he show out, okay? Because there's not going to be no way that you can deny that my Lord is God. Then Gideon said to God, please don't be angry with me, but let me make one more request. Let me use the fleece for one more test. This time, let the fleece remain dry while the ground around it is wet with dew. So that night, God did as Gideon asked. The fleece was dry in the morning, but the ground was covered with dew. I serve me a good guy. Who hold up? Let's let's just have a, a a brief moment to just testify that God is a real one. He is the realest one that I know. Do you know that? Do you know that God is a real one? Do you know that Jesus is a real one? Yo, he sat up on that cross and Jesus didn't fold. He didn't fold. Jesus wasn't like, oh, hold up. Nah, nah, that's not what I'm about to do. He is a real one. God will pull up when you least expect it. He really is a real gangster that move in silence. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That's why I don't want to get on his bad side because where can you see God coming from? Do not test the Lord your God. I'm telling somebody this. Do not test the Lord your God. Because God is a ruin and he will pull up on you when you least expect it. You'll be thinking that you're getting away with your wickedness and God will pull up on you when least expect it. Hand all up in the cookie jar. Okay. Whew, so, Jerubbabel, this is Gideon. Jerubbabel, my bad. Jerubbabel. This is Gideon and his, and his army got up early and went as far as the spring of Herod. The armies of Midian were camped north of them in the valley near the hill of Morah. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many warriors with you. If you let all of your fight, hold on, if I let all of you fight, the Midianites, the Israelites will boast to me that they have saved themselves by their own strength. Therefore, tell the people, whoever is timid or afraid may have, may leave this mountain and go home. So 22,000 of them went home, leaving only 10,000 who were willing to fight. But the Lord told Gideon, there are still too many. Bring them down to the spring and I will test them to determine who will go with you and who will not. When Gideon took his warriors down to the water, the Lord told them, him divide the men into two groups and one group put all those who cup in their hands and lap it up with their tongues like dogs and the other group put all who kneel who kneel down and drink their mouth their mouths in the stream only 300 of the men drank from their hands and all the other got down on their knees and drank with their mouths in the steep i'm sorry i'm tearing up the words Drink with their mouths in the stream. The Lord told Gideon, with these 300 men, I will rescue you and give you the victory over the Midianites. Send all the others home. 
So Gideon collected the provisions and ram's horns of the other warriors and sent them home, but he kept the 300 men with him. The Midianite camp was in the valley just below Gideon. So you see what I'm saying? You just like, at this point, I done been stripped of everything. Only I'm, I'm standing, I'm standing here by myself. I'm standing here by myself up against these enemies and they trying to come at me. Hallelujah. Lord, why did you bring me this for? Why am I standing in the midst of this battle by myself? Although I see people around me, why did you, why did you take away the fighting men? Why am I sitting here by myself? And the Lord is telling you because nobody is going to get my glory. Nobody is going to get my glory. When I come in and I show up and show out, you're not going to be able to say it was by your own strength. You're not going to be able to say that you won this battle. In your own strength, you are going to testify. You are going to glorify my name that it was I that set you free. That's why. That's why you feel like you're standing there. But hallelujah, let me tell you something. That enemy will come at you one way, but the Lord your God shall flee him seven. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? It says, um, the Midianite camp was in the valley just below Gideon. That night, the Lord said, get up, go down into the Midianite camp, for I have given you the victory over them. But if you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant, Pura. Listen to what the Midianites are saying, and you will be greatly encouraged. Then you will be eager to attack. So Gideon took Pura and went down to the edge of the enemy camp. The armies of Midian... Amalek and the people of the east had settled in the valley like a swarm of locusts. Their camel were like grains of sand on the seashore, too many to count. Gideon crept up just as a man was telling his companion about a dream. The man said, I had this dream and my dream, a loaf of barley bread came tumbling down into the Midianite camp. It hit a tent, turned it over and knocked it flat. His companion answered, your dream can only mean one thing. God has give, given Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelite victory over the median, over the median and all its allies. When Gideon heard the dream and its interpretation, he bowed and worshiped before the Lord. Then he returned to the Israelite camp and shouted, get up for the Lord has given you victory over the Midianite hordes. And first I want to tell you this, right? Because you might be feeling intimidated about that enemy. You might be feeling fear about that enemy. You you feel like, how am I going to win this battle? How is the Lord going to win this battle? And that's why the Lord has sent me here to tell you that do you know you have overwhelming victory in him? Hallelujah. If you don't believe me, go ask the Lord if you have victory. The Lord will prove to you that you have the victory. I'm just here to tell you. The Lord said he's giving you the victory over your enemies. Hallelujah. In this new season, the Lord said he's giving you victory over your enemies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says he had divided... He divided the men into three groups and gave each man a ram's horn and a clay jar with a torch in it. Then he said to them, keep your eyes on me. When I come to the edge of the camp, do just as I do. As soon as, as soon as I and those and those with me blow the ram's horns, blow your horns too, all around the entire camp and shout for the Lord and for Gideon. 
It was just after midnight, after the changing of the guard, when Gideon and the hundred men with him reached the edge of the Midianite camp. Suddenly, they blew the ram's horn and broke their clay jars. Then all three groups blew their horns and broke their jars. They held the blazing torches in their left hands and the horns in the right hands, and they all shouted, a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Who, Jesus? Each man stood at his position around the camp and watched as the Midianites rushed around in panic, shouting as they ran to escape. When the 300 Israelites blew their ram's horn, the Lord caused the warriors in the camp to fight against each other with their swords. Those who were not killed fled to places as far away as Beth Bethsida near Zira and the border of Abomehola near Tabith. Then Gideon sent for the warriors of Nephtal, Asher, and Manasseh, who joined in cheating the army, chasing the army of Midian. Gideon also sent messengers throughout the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come down to attack the Midianites. Cut them off at the shallow crossing of the Jordan River at Beth Bara. So the men of Ephraim did as they were told. They captured Orib and Zeb. The two Midianite commanders killing Orib at the rock of Orib, Zeba, and the winepress of Zeb, and they continued to chase the Midianites. Afterward, the Israelites brought the heads of Orib and Zeb to Gideon, who was by the Jordan River. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, let me tell you something. If you keep on reading, you're going to see Gideon is a warrior out in these streets. Okay? When he show up, it's going down. Okay? When Gideon show up, it's going down because God gave him the robe of power. Was it a robe of power or a robe of strength? Listen, but the Lord, he doing both. He giving you power and he giving you strength. Okay? In the name of Jesus. When you get this new robe, when this robe gets draped on you, a power is going to show up that's going to overtake you. A strength is going to show up that's going to overtake you. Do you hear what your sister's speaking to you today? Once, once you thought was impossible, you are going to see that it's possible with God. Hallelujah. I'm here to speak it over your life today. I'm here to tell you, right? Let's go to um Romans. Hold on. Give just a second. Let's go to Romans 8 37. So let's go to Romans. Eight, and then let's go to thirty-seven. And it says, "Where's thirty-seven? Hold on." No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Who Jesus? Know that overwhelming victory belongs to you. Know it today. Store that in your heart today to know that overwhelming victory is yours. Family, if the Lord doesn't want me to say anything else, we close it out in the mighty name of Jesus. Hold on. Father, is there anything else you want me to say to your people? Hallelujah. Family, I just want you to know that the Lord, the Lord wants you to know, but I'm speaking it to you. The Lord wants you to know that he is, he is, he don't, don't, um, settle in, in defeat because he is coming 
And he is coming to show up. And he's coming to show out on his behalf to sling his weight around. To show his glory. Hallelujah. Do you understand? He loves you, but the Lord, he is slinging his weight around to show you who he is in this season. Finley, when we get, when you, when this get, well, first of all, pause me for real, for real and ask the Lord, how do I build an altar to you in my life? Where do you want this altar built at in my life? And wait on the Lord to speak. Wait, listen, have ears to hear what the spirit is speaking to you. Have eyes to see what the Spirit is showing you in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for who you are, Lord. I thank you for giving us this overwhelming victory. I thank you that our enemies are going down in defeat, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Each one of your children listening to this, this message, Lord, I pray over them. And I I plead the blood of Jesus over them. I speak overwhelming victory over their lives, Father. Each place that the enemy has tried to steal their fruits, Father. I, I, I plead the blood of Jesus, Lord. And I'm asking you to give them abundance of new of new crops, Lord. Abundance of new fruits, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I silence every device of the enemy over my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah, because you said that you will you will build your church upon the rock and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, Lord. And I speak that over your children today, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, that hell shall not um that, that the gates of hell shall not prevail against them, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray that their ears are sensitive to what you are speaking, Lord. I pray that their eyes see what you are speaking, Lord. I pray that you have your way in their lives, Jesus. I pray that you get the glory, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that the victory is. It's in that mighty name of Jesus where your children hold the victory. And I and I pray that they understand, Father. Give them the spirit of understanding to know that it, by your blood, by your power, Lord, they have overwhelming victory, Father. And that's in the mighty name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. The Lord says, remember the cross. Remember the cross. Commune with the Lord. Commune with him. Take communion. You get me? Because you can commune with the Lord and then you can take communion also. Remember what the wine was for. Remember what the bread is for. Announce the Lord's death until his return. Hallelujah. If the Lord brings somebody along your path and and the Lord shows you that, that he wants you to speak to that person, announce the Lord's death to them and the coming of his return. Hallelujah. Family, I love y'all so much. Remember the cross. Oh, remember the cross. Remember the blood that was shed for you. Remember his body that was broken for you. Remember that. And know 
that you have overwhelming victory. Know what Christ did for you. Know what Jesus has done for you today. To set you free. To give you life. I serve the true and living God. Do you hear me? He is the true and living God. And Jesus lets off life. He lets off a life. And he lets it off abundantly. Receive it. It's receive it. That's what he has came to do. To give you life. And to give it to you more abundantly. Receive it. Hallelujah. I love y'all family so much. Okay. So, 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 so much. I do. I do. I do. Because you are God's. Do you know that? I might not never see your face. I might never hear your voice. But you are one of God's people. You are my brother and sister in Christ. Do you hear me? That's why I love you. It's somebody that need to know that. That's why I love you. Because you are God's child. I don't got to ever see your face. You are God's. If he brought you here to this podcast, it's because he wants to let off breakthrough in your life. He wants to give you the supernatural. He wants to change your robe. He wants to have a relationship with you. That's why you have stumbled onto this podcast. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, shameless plug, we do got a YouTube. If you want to, if you're watching this on, or listening to this on YouTube, it's because the Lord wants to do a good work in you. And he has sent me to tell you that. Okay. <laughs> so family, I love y'all. Remember, Jesus is a real one and real gangsters move in silence. Do you hear me? I know, I know Meek said it, but listen here, God is the real gangster and he move in silence. Okay. That's the real one. He the, he the true gangster. He the true one. Okay. <laughs> Where are you hiding from God at? Your arms too little to box with God. You too little to fight God. Okay. He a big God. Okay. You can't, you can't beat him. Listen, death couldn't even hold him. You feel me? That's Jesus' resume. Who? Listen, let me run his resume down to you. The grave can't hold my God. Do you hear me? When he show up, the enemy is defeated. He the one who says, Lazarus, get up. And Lazarus got to get up. He the God that all you need is one touch. People will be suffering for years. The little boy that, that was demon possessed, it was happening since he was little. The man that was blind, he was blind since he was born. The woman had the issue with blood for like 12 years. But all it takes is for my God to give that situation one touch. My God is the God who touched people in a fever's break. Hallelujah. That's the God I serve. Will you believe it? Will you believe it? Will you believe that the Lord will break your fever? Do you believe it? All you need is one touch of Jesus and he will break your fever. Call out to him and he shall break your fever in the name of Jesus. That's my God's resume. (laughs) He's a good God. Do you hear me? My God is the God who fed 5,000 with, what was it, two fish and five loaves or something? It might not even been 5,000, y'all. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'll listen. He fed a lot. He fed a lot. Now I got to make sure it was 5,000 because I don't want y'all to be like, oh, she out here saying the word wrong. 
You feel me? So let me say it real quick. Cause but my guys that got that fed the five thousand, because I know it was five thousand. Or is it hold on? Period. Period. Yes, he fed 5,000 with his two fish and his five loaves. That's the guy that I served. All he had was two fish and five loaves. Make it make sense. But that's the that's the God I serve. And you know how I know that's the truth? Because in my life, all I got is two fish and five loaves. And he got me sitting very well. Okay, I don't know how he does it, but he does it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But I know that it's the truth. I know that my God is the God that met. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fire. And when they got out, the flames didn't harm them. That's the God that I serve. I serve the God that shut the lion's mouth for Daniel. That's the God that I serve. I, the God that I serve was the God that was that, that, that sweat like great drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. But he still, when, when the, when the people came and asked, where was he at? He said, I am he, that's the guy that I serve. I serve the, I am he who I serve the, I am he. Will you perceive it? Is that your guy? Will you go out and will you decree and declare some things over your life? Will you go take your birthright by force? Will you do that? Will you do it? Cause my God is the I am He who He is the Holy One. Do you know that I can run down Jesus' resume all day, but I don't think we will have enough time. Okay, Woo-hoo. Hallelujah! My God is the God that says that He has given you the device, the, the authority over all of Satan's devices. That's the God that I serve. I serve the God that sent manna down from heaven. I serve the God that had the quails on the ground. I serve the God that parted the Red Sea. Do you hear me? That's who my God is. I I serve the God that says I am the first and the last, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega. I serve him. I serve the, oh, he is so mighty, y'all. I am so mighty. I, I serve the God that says it is finished. I serve him. <laughs> I serve the God that says, come to me, all who thirst. Because <laughs> he got that living water. Okay, I serve him. That once you take a sip of him, you will thirst no more. Who? I serve the God that says, if, just, if the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. That's the God that I serve. Who? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I serve the God who, who, who resurrected. Who? Jesus. I serve the true and living. <laughs> okay do you hear me do you hear me do you hear me and if i that if that's the god i serve and that's the god you serve why are you afraid fear not hasn't he commanded you to be courageous and don't be afraid hasn't that been a command to you hallelujah family i'm hyped today I'm going to go, but just say that out loud. Say that I serve the God who says, I am he. I serve, I am he. That's who I serve. Who Jesus. He is the I am. Who <laughs> hallelujah. Who hallelujah. Oh, God. Oh, good. glory be to God. I love y'all so much, family. Let's say it together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.